Tyler, what's up, man? Week 15 listeners, what's up? We're excited about today's episode because we are finally getting into our official rankings. We're going to start with quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to talk about a little trade that Tyler and I just made. Breaking news on Breaking the show. Breaking news um, in, in our, one of our leagues. We'll kind of give you the format of that league and then talk about the trade. You guys can tell me who won. Um, but yeah, we, I feel like we've made a lot of trades over the last couple years with each other. I haven't really made any trades with anybody else. Be yeah, it's it's kind of hard. Our our league is mixed with kind of different friend friend groups. Yeah, you know, I've got my friend group makes up about half the league. My dad, he's got the other half. Um, we all get along very very well, but sometimes the older generation doesn't always want to trade with the younger <laughs> generation. Um, I know that I sometimes run into roadblocks because people think I'm, you know, trying to rip them off or whatever. But right. when, when, man, when I send trades, I really am trying to look at yeah, both I mean, teams. I'm not trying to rip anybody off. I'm trying to fix a problem on my team and maybe you know sell you. On I mean, that's the whole way to to get a good trade with other good good you know league managers is I'll solve your problem so that you can solve my problem. Yeah, like 100%. if you go into the trade with that mindset. I will solve your problem if you solve my problem instead of just I'm trying to rip you off. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, because, um, yeah, I mean, you looked at my roster before you even came up with the idea of the trade. And we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. It's going to be good. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. I mean, yeah, it's a I, good day I, to I, talk about fantasy football. I love football. trading. Let's go. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we have official quarterback rankings, some trade talk, and then, you know, as always, we'll have a fun fact. But, Tyler, before we get any further, why don't you start me off with your win for this week? Yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this episode – I will be in school. Yes, you will. Teaching middle school boys about health and running them through some ultimate football, you know, tennis, baseball, stuff like that. Good stuff. I, I'm excited to get back to work, man. I love summer break. I love my kids. But it, it is true, you know, you, you kinda, you're kind of ready to go back For to work sure. at the end of the summer. For I'm sure. sure I'll be singing a different tune here in about eight <laughs> weeks, but, man, I'm excited to be back. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, so my win for this weekend was uh, Saturday. We took the boys, my two sons, on uh, mommy daddy dates. So Kayla and I took Roman out to lunch. We got all his school supplies. We let him pick where he went to lunch. Just kind of spent some time with each of our kids individually. And it was an awesome experience. Honestly, like they kind of drive me crazy when they're together. Um, but when you get them separated like that, it was kind of a different uh, dynamic. Their and, personalities really shine through. Oh, yeah, when it's for one sure. On one. For sure. And, uh, you know, we had a great time with both of them. Uh, they cracked us up. Definitely some core memories there. They got new shoes. Had to see how fast they were. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Just an awesome time. And, and, you know, just sharing that, sharing those experiences with my wife, too. Just something special. It's something I think we'll probably do every year that they go to school for the rest of our lives. So it was new tradition new unlocked. New tradition unlocked. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good stuff. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i. Dot studios. We are so excited for this new journey. We can't wait to share with you. All right. So let's get right into these rankings. We're starting with quarterbacks. Tyler and I are each going to list off our top 15. Um, and we're going to go right through it at first. And then we're going to talk about some of the, the discrepancies um, between our list and ESPN's list. 
Uh, we're going to make comments on each other's list. There's some guys I have on mine that he doesn't have in his top 15. There's some hot takes coming. Uh, but I thought it was interesting how much we agreed. Yeah. Like, there were, like we, didn't talk, we didn't communicate whatsoever when we made our list. Then we compared them. And, uh, yeah, there was some, some kind of uh, big uh, opinions we had that were the same. Yeah, a lot of the guys are the same. Our rankings aren't the same, you know, as far as where they fit. But, you know, we had the same 13 out of 15 guys. You've got two guys that I didn't. I've got two guys that you didn't. But they're lower, too. I mean, right, it's not yeah. like, yeah, they were both fringe guys. This was tough, man. You know, you put these names down on, a, on an Excel sheet, and you just kind of look at, you know, your projections and what you see the offense is doing. And just separating some of these guys is really, really hard. Yeah. Harder than I expected. Yeah, let me ask you this. Would you say that um, all of the stuff that we've talked about in the past, you know, couple months with the week 15, week 16, week 17, um, would you say that was a factor in some of your rankings? Slightly. Yeah, I would say the same. I, I, I would say, and, you know, we'll talk about some of those. Like, nothing moved anybody, like, more than two spaces. No. It's just something that I know. You know, yeah. I know if, if I've got to choose between X or Y. Exactly. And I, and I view them the same. Exactly. Who, what am I going to look at? Yes. All right, let's go look at the playoffs. Yep. Yep. That's, that, that's how I looked at it, too. Um, you know, maybe with one exception that we'll get into later. But, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So I'm just going to ask you to run down your 15 to start at number one, go through 15, and then we'll talk about some of those, you know, highlights some of the some explanations and stuff like that let's just run through the list first all right number one for me is Patrick Mahomes I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that one number two Jalen Hurts number three Justin Herbert number four with a slight slide for me this year is Josh Allen number five Joe Burrow number six Justin Fields number seven Lamar Jackson number eight Trevor Lawrence number nine Tua Tagovailoa I can never say that name right dude <laughs> That's close enough. I, I butchered it I'm close sure enough uh, number 10, Kirk Cousins. Number 11, Geno Smith. Number 12, Dak Prescott. Number 13, Aaron Rodgers. Number 14, Anthony Richardson. Number 15, Derek Carr. Okay. All right. So just the, some, when I'm looking at ESPN's rankings and hearing yours, um, I think the biggest jump, or at least maybe um, the highest jump, would be you had Justin Herbert at three. I have Justin Herbert at three. ESPN has him at seven. I have him at five. Go ahead and give me a little bit of your confidence in Justin Herbert. Man, he played all last year with, with broken rib cartilage. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that, but it is just otherworldly pain. And you know as better than anybody the amount of you know pressure and torque on your body. And if you can't use your rib cage and just put everything you have into your throws, he's going to be affected. But we learned about his toughness. Yeah, right? sure. He had weapons that went down last year. If we're projecting health – for Herbert and his his core guys, I just don't know how he doesn't finish in the top three. He's shown rushing upside in the past. He didn't do it last year, obviously because of the injury. Um, but with his with his weapons and you know the way that offense runs, he's got four elite weapons. We we've talked about it in previous shows. Um, he threw twenty five passing touchdowns last year, uh, forty seven hundred yards. If he's healthy, his uh, pass catchers are healthy. I see those numbers going way, way up. And I know he's going to run the ball more. So that, that was my thoughts on Herbert. An ascending guy in, For a great, sure. in a great offense with great weapons. Give me Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I, it's hard to come up with somebody with better weapons. I know we talked about him a little bit in the past. Um, and he's on my list of, of highlights to move up as well. So I'm just going to go talk about him here. Um, you know, you mentioned last year he had 25 touchdowns. That's respectable. You look at his rookie year, he had 31 Yeah, as a rookie. Uh, in 2021, I think he had, what, 38? 
fact check that real quick. Yeah, 38 touchdowns. Um, last year he had 25, and he was literally destroyed all year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, his weapons are still the same. You know, his offense just got, you know, better with another year under him. Um, I, I, I don't see – any chance of a drop off with him? To be honest, I I think they their schedule says let's ride. You know he's going to play the Raiders twice. They have the worst QBR defense last year. Um, their QB strength of schedule is nineteen, so about about in the middle, yeah, low, lower half. But yeah. I, I think that with those weapons, you know, and all of his weapons missed time last year as well. Keenan yeah. Allen, Mike Williams, they added Quentin Johnston, so obviously Eckler at any moment of, of any yeah. play you can just dump it off to him I just really like Justin Herbert yeah and, and you know I can't at the time right now I can't remember if it's week um I think it's week 15 uh he has just about the best matchup yeah. in football against the Raiders one of the worst defenses against quarterbacks um and so you know again not that it's like a factor on why I drove him up but Justin Herbert is extremely underrated in my opinion uh as far as like when to draft him you know, I still think you're you're gonna you're gonna find him in that fourth, fifth, sixth round, maybe even. Um, I think when I drafted him in our mock draft, it was either five or six. That's a steal. Yeah, it I really, agree. Really, is I agree because you've got your core group of guys with picks one through four. Yeah, and then you go and you get what I believe is one of the best quarterbacks available in this 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 year's draft. Yeah, I'm I'm very very high on Herbert, and uh, hopefully that my, hopefully my league mates don't listen to me when I say that. Sure. Um, somebody else you had on your list that I do not have on mine, um, but I know you're big on him, is Anthony Richardson. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, man. I, I, you, I'm sure you've seen all the hype on Twitter, the videos coming out, but rushing upside, man. We just, it's we, a cheat code. We just watched it with Jalen Hurts and Shane Steichen. Yeah. I hear you. It, it might take a year or two, but if he if he's the week one starter, which is what you're hearing, right? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm surprised by it still. You know, but that's it, what that's what they're saying. You don't take a guy number four and just let him sit there. And, and you know what? To be honest, I I want to I wonder if if Jonathan Taylor does not return to the Colts, does that change the game plan and how they were going to use Anthony Richardson? Because I think it does. I also think that you know Jim Irsay is going to use his Twitter account, but I think everybody else that wears that horseshoe on their polo uh, is trying to scramble to find ways to keep Jonathan Taylor. I'm sure they are, and and, and I think they hired that, a head coach because they had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and and Richardson. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, Steichen was a big factor, I'm sure, in, in drafting Richardson. But I mean, even the Eagles last year under Steichen was a running back by committee. Sure, I mean, that's sure, true. Sure, Sanders was the guy, but I'm sure they were going to be rotating guys in and out of there. And you know, quarterback rushing is is a cheat code, and whatever they give you with their arms is just a bonus. Yeah. So I think he can definitely crack the top fourteen. I think in episode one, I I said he could crack the top twelve, and I don't. I I'm not taking that back. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we'll see. I, I didn't think there was any way that they'd come in um, considering him a week one starter, to be honest. But they are. So, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Somebody else on here that you had um, that was – is there anybody else that you want to talk about that you kind of think might be a little bit of a hot take or maybe underrated in your mind? Um, one thing that I, I, I do find um, interesting is that Justin Fields has the second easiest strength of schedule. Yeah. When you match that last year, he ran eight touchdowns and he ran for over 1,100 yards on the ground. Yeah, he's one of those guys that anything he gives you through the air, which they have upgraded. They just uh, extended Cole Komet, traded for DJ Moore. Last year, he threw for only 17 touchdowns on 2,242 yards, but that is definitely definitely going to go up. Second easiest strength of schedule. So I mean, Justin Fields could be a a sneaky guy to 
QB one overall. I mean, I, I know that's not likely, but that's that's in his range of outcomes to be QB one overall. Uh, another guy I don't think you had listed was Derek Carr. Obviously, new system. He's he's got the third easiest strength of schedule for 2023. Lots of good pass pass catchers there with Olave and Thomas if he can stay on the field. Right. Good slate of tight ends. Uh, I really like Derek Carr. I think he's going to be a nice QB two for your teams. Good backup. Or if you're in a super flex two QB guy, he's definitely somebody you're looking at. For sure, yeah. I think I think he would have probably been 16 on my list. Yeah. Um, Kamara coming out of the backfield. Kendra Miller. Yep. Yep, yep. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and run through my list. It was, like I said, funny to see how similar they were. Um, at number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. Number two, I have Jalen Hurts. Number three, I have Josh Allen. Number four, Joe Burrow. Number five, Justin Herbert. Number six, Justin Fields. Number seven, Lamar Jackson. Number eight, I actually have Aaron Rodgers. Um, There's a hot take. We'll yeah, talk about that one. For sure. Number nine, Trevor Lawrence. Number 10, Russell Wilson. Uh, 11, Kirk Cousins. 12, Dak Prescott. 13, Geno Smith. 14, Tua Tagovailoa. And 15, Daniel Jones. So yeah, they like when I look at my list compared to like ESPN's list, um, there's definitely some discrepancies there. Um, I did consider, you know, the playoffs more so than ESPN would. So like it was maybe a little bit more of a factor for mine than Tyler's, but um, you know, I think there's a lot of guys in there that have potential that I'm not confident in. Yeah. And and so and then there's guys that have, you know, proven success that are in better situations um you know you mentioned Aaron Rodgers already uh I have him at eight ESPN has him at 14 you had him 13 13 um I think what I'm most excited about Aaron Rodgers is a lot of times a lot of times um you've seen quarterbacks elite quarterbacks at Aaron Rodgers level that choose a new place intentionally go in there get their guys get the support they want and they're really able to make a difference. I'm thinking about Peyton Manning. I'm thinking about Tom Brady. Um, they chose their new location. They chose some of the guys and supporting cast that they wanted. Um, they were given full control, and they were able to really do some crazy good things. Um, you know, we saw that not work with Russell Wilson, and I want to talk about him in a minute. But uh, I don't think Russell Wilson ever had control like like he wanted. I think there was a lot of uh, um, hard things going on in the coaching office um, there with him. You know, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of a different cat. Uh, he was on the verge of retiring potentially and decided not to. Again, that's very much like Peyton Manning and um, Tom Brady. But I, I believe heavily in Garrett Wilson um, I think the strength that they have coming out of the backfield is going to be a significant factor. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been on a little bit of a drop-off since he lost Devontae Adams. When I look at his years with him, you know, the MVP years, um, and then I look at last year, you know, you don't necessarily see um, those numbers. But moving to a new system with a better receiving cast, I believe is going to be a big upside for him. Uh, I also think that, you know, looking at his schedule, the defense that he's going to have is going to keep him in games. Um I'm I'm just a big believer in uh, the the um, you know consistency of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So you, did you say you had him at eight? Yeah. So the number eight quarterback last year was Trevor Lawrence, and you mentioned their defense. I think that their defense may hurt Rodgers a little bit. I think they're going to be their defense is going to be so good that they might lean in on the on the rushing game a little bit. However, I do like that he has returned uh, to Hackett. 
you know, they, they have a really good relationship that is well documented by For him. Sure. So, I mean, I, I like Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, if, if you don't have that rushing upside, you've got to throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns to be relevant to yeah. me. And, you know, I, I think that's where his, like, ceiling's at, where he can, yeah. you know, and, and I, you know, I mentioned the coaching situation in Denver with Russell Wilson, and it's the same guy, right? Right. Like, like his MVP years were spent with – Rodgers' MVP years were spent with Hackett. Um, I don't think that his MVP caliber – um, I think he could be an MVP without Hackett is what I'm saying. But the fact that, you know, Hackett didn't generate anything with Russell Wilson and then did generate something with um, Aaron Rodgers, I think we're going to see it go back to normal. Being an offensive coordinator and being a head coach are two to- vastly different things. Vastly different. Leadership, everything. And Robert Sala, I mean, his leadership has proven to be just fantastic over there in New York. Yeah. Um, and I think there's just a lot of good re- good relationships that are there. I think he's just in a really good spot to be successful. Um, when I look at, you know, their playoff run, he's one of my top guys uh, in fantasy football playoffs. And so, like, when I got to that point, that was more of a factor, right? Like, when I got to, like, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, like, really in that area, like, it was pretty close. Tier 3, 4. Yeah, it was pretty close. And so, I think I looked at the playoffs a little bit more there. Another guy I wanted to mention was Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I think we've already talked about him a little bit. I think there's going to be a huge change in the whole Denver team. Um, but I think, you know, Russell Wilson is going to have a much better year in the system more. Uh, his weapons are coming back, you know, the rep, you know, repetition and the relationship and the rapport with those guys. Um, you know, Sean Payton wouldn't have gone there if he thought Russell Wilson was on the way out. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I've, I've, I think that Russell Wilson is going to um, – really get back to his form this year and seeing him at 16 on ESPN was kind of a shock to me uh especially seeing some of the guys they had above him he's probably my 16 he's he's probably my my worst snub if I had to say yeah yeah I mean yeah we'll see I I I would bet a lot of money that he's not going to finish at 16 yeah they'll finish above that um where I feel like you know Justin Fields I have him at six I think you had him at six six I think I think that's probably a seat close to a ceiling for him. I, I don't see him beating out the other five people that I have on the list ahead of him where I can see Russell beating a lot of these guys. So, yeah, we'll see. You know, um, I think another guy that I had in a much different position, um, or I guess that we both had in a much different position, the ninth quarterback on ESPN's rankings is Deshaun Watson. I thought it was interesting that he didn't make either one of our top 15 lists. Neither one. Uh and I, let's, I'll go ahead and let you talk first on why he didn't make your 15 list. I think that team revolves around Nick Chubb. And I I know that Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones are good, but I like the weapons of all of these guys outside of maybe Richardson better. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson, to me, he was great in Houston when he had one of the best receivers in the league. And they were a dumpster fire. He was young. They had to throw. They had they he had to be spectacular. He had to run all over guy. the field. Yeah. Right now, they don't have the best receiver in the league. Missing that year hurt him. I don't care what anybody says. He was rusty and mega rusty yeah. last year. Um he has Nick Chubb, who is the bell cow of the team. He's not the guy that everybody's like trying to and some players are better when they have to be the guy. I think Deshaun might be one of those guys. And, you know, their schedule isn't beautiful. Um, they're going to have hard-nosed games. They're going to have hard-nosed locations. Uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson, I'm staying away from him. Yeah, I, I'm just – I'm out. I think that's a rushing team. I I think uh, they, they want to play good defense and run the ball. And we, we could be wrong. 
Sure. I mean, he could he I mean, it's not out of his range of outcomes to be a QB one, but I'm not putting my name behind him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny. Um, you know, I some when you get down to the tail end, I have Kirk at eleven. I always argue every year that he's a top ten guy, and you know he might be. Like I said, that seven to twelve for me was really tough. Um, I kind of I, I looked at some of the playoff matchups to like help myself out. I really love Kirk's playoff matchups outside of Week 15. I do not like him playing at Cincinnati in Week 15. Um, Maybe you've got to buy. That's what I'm saying. Like if I if I'm sitting really high and he's available, like through a trade or something like that, uh, that might be something I look at because I think he's a great week to week guy. He just worries me in Week 15. Last year he threw for 29 touchdowns on 4,547 yards and took an absolute beating. If anybody's watched quarterback on on yeah. Netflix yet, like yeah. the dude took an absolute beating last year. And I think his weapons are upgraded. Honestly, I mean, I love Jordan Addison. Love him. Love him. I mean, Thielen was on the field more than just about any other receiver in the league last year. And yeah. now those are going to go to a younger, more talented Addison. Yeah. So he, he he's definitely upgraded. Uh, I, I don't see the yards going down, but I could see 29 touchdowns coming up. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and, and they there was a lot of times where they tried to force feed Dalvin Cook to get in the end zone. Like, honestly, Dalvin Cook last year was a big letdown to me. Like, as far as, like, a Vikings, like, if somebody watched Vikings games, sure, he would have good plays, he'd have big plays, but, like, Kirk saved Dalvin Cook on a lot of drives. Yeah. A lot of drives. Um, I don't think he's near as big of a loss as people think. I would like to see a better RB2, though, for, for Minnesota. Yeah. I don't think Madison is, is that much of a downgrade for what they want to do. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. Good way to put it. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fun facts, fun facts. My fun fact, which Johnny has seen firsthand, <laughs> is an irrational fear of birds. I don't know where it came from. I've never seen the movie Birds, but th- I don't know what it is. It's just ingrained inside of me. I am scared of birds. I, the first time I ever saw it, I mean, there would be times we'd be like playing outside and you'd be like, there's a bird over there. I don't want to go over there. I'd be like, okay, bro. And then... Do you, do you remember the time we were in, like, shop class? No. We were – can I tell an embarrassing story for you sure. here? So we're in shop class, and, like, there's, like, a garage door that's open or whatever, and we're all just, like, screwing around or whatever. And all these birds came, like, flying in, like, into, into the garage. Like, a, like, it was, like, several of them. And we're all like, geez, what the heck? Tyler hits the deck. I mean, hits the deck. Dude, I have done that at baseball games. <laughs> I have done that in big cities. Like I'm walking down the street and a a monster pigeon just swoops down and I literally hit the pavement. I, I don't know what it is. It goes down. Just, Dude, I hate birds. I hate birds. I'm like, they're, they're birds, bro. I know. But listen, I don't get it, it. if we're real, I hate spiders. Like I, I just hate them. Like I do not want them to exist. I do not <laughs> like spiders at all. Uh, my fun fact for the day, and you may have like understood this a little bit if you heard the episode where I talked about fair food, but like I, I almost consider food to be like a hobby. Like I really like going and finding new restaurants, diners, drive-ins and dives. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. I mean like You're not Kayla alone I, there. Yeah. When, when we go on uh trips, it's like something we look up. Like we're like, where's the next food joint that yeah. we can go to? Um, within the last year, this would have been like November. We found a place in Louisville called mama's, Mustard and pickles, I think, was called. It's called uh, best wings I've ever had in my life, and the fried pickles trumped the wings. Wow! Yeah, I'm a wings guy, 
and I was like, these wings are the best wings I've ever had, but I can't stop eating these these fried pickles. Spears or chips? Chips. Yeah. Chips, dog. Go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie at heart, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and start talking about this trade that we came up with. Uh, Tyler, go ahead and give us a little bit of a background on the format of this league so that people can understand. All right, this is a keeper league. So at the end of the year, by the Super Bowl, the real Super Bowl, the NFL Super Bowl, we have to cut down to nine players. And um, so every team can cut nine or they can uh, cut all of them. You have to have not at, you can have at most nine guys on your roster at once. And then we do a combined free agent and uh, rookie draft uh, at, at our draft. And then um, you fill up your team to 14, which is including a defense. And I took a look at your roster and I said, Johnny, you have one wide receiver. I have six. Let's fix this. And I said, why don't you give me your second-round pick that you acquired from me last year? Yep. And I'll give you Gabe Davis. So before you think about, wow, a second-round pick for Gabe Davis, you have to remember everybody has nine players, eight, eight or nine Yeah, I kept, I kept eight. Did you keep all nine of yours? I kept nine. I always yeah. keep nine. So it's more like a 10th-round pick. Yeah. Right? Sure. And you were like, man, that's that sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. And we, we sent it in to the commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, again, in this league, when you can keep this many players, your starters generally are covered with maybe a couple exceptions. And that's that first round in our draft is really where everybody's like itching to get the rookies. Um, like, I know you have the first pick. I do. And it's a no brainer taking Bijan Robinson. Bijan. Um, and so, like, the first pick, the, the, your first round pick in this league is really, you kind of have a plan all year long with that because you can say, okay, the seven best players available are all these guys, um, and I have a seventh round pick or a seventh overall pick. What I forget what pick I have. You had first and seven, right? I had first and seven. Yeah. You're at three. Yeah, I'm at three. So like, I, I'll be able to pick one of the top three guys in this class. Bijan's obviously out. Um, so my roster right now, I'm very proud of building this because I took some chances and it paid off. Um, I have Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, and Tony Pollard in this league. Um, I also have Ezekiel Elliott and Dante Foreman. I also have wide receiver Deontay Johnson and tight end George Kittle. Another weird piece of our league is there is no tight end position. You get to play two wide receivers, two running backs, and there's a flex position that you can choose a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. Um, so having three bell cow running backs uh, and George Kittle basically ensures that my flex position is always going to be a stud. Um, where I'm lacking is in, I don't have a quarterback yet. I'm not worried about that spot, but wide receivers is lacking for me. So, you know, with my third overall pick, I'm looking at my best receivers, knowing that at least, at least one of my top two receivers is going to be there. Cause Ty's going to take Bijan. Obviously anyone would. Um, so I'm happy about that. Gabe Davis being available and, and being able to get him with my second round pick. Absolute no brainer to me. Cause I'm still going to be able to get the best or second best receiver available um, Deontay Johnson is who I have right now. I I'm happy knowing that he's probably going to be my wide receiver three. Yeah. Happy knowing that. Um, so yeah, I was, I said yes to the trade pretty much in a heartbeat, but um, I mean, breaking down the trade, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here looking at my roster. I have one, two, three, four, five, six wide receivers on my team. Yeah. You don't I, need six. Wide I don't, receivers. I don't need Gabe Davis. So right. give me the draft capital. I will give you a wide receiver two. 
and you can go draft somebody. Yeah. And, you know, I have five running backs on my list. So, like, at first when he asked me about if I'd be interested in Gabe Davis, I said, I'm not trying to trade my top three running backs. Like, if you want to take a shot on Zeke or Dante Foreman. But we wouldn't be drafting those guys in the second round anyways. No. Um, so, it made sense that you didn't want them. Uh, I think second round – to, I mean, if you were to cut Gabe Davis, I don't think I would have let him get out of the second round. So, to me – you could have cut him, and I could have drafted him in the second round, or we could have just traded right, right. now and, and be able to plan for our draft better. And I think that's really like how it went down in my head. So, a good trade. You guys can let us know what you think about, um, you know, whether or not, you know, again, when you're looking at this, think that it's really like round ten. Right. It's really like a tenth round pick, um, which he's projected to go higher than the tenth round pick in pretty much every league, I think. But but I don't need him. Yeah, and I do. So good trade for us, and you're gonna be able to get somebody that's you know. Your draft this year is going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because you got two first-round picks and a second. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Fun, fun, fun. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. Do us a favor and comment on our Instagram post. Join our Facebook group. Uh, our Fantasy Football League 2 still has a couple spots left. If anybody's interested in joining us, uh, we would love to have you. We're going to start getting some more information about that out to everybody that's in and start planning drafts. I think we're really looking at the end of August, um, maybe the first couple of days in September, but we'll talk to you guys about that. But it's getting to be that time. Yeah, let it's us know what you think about our time. list, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we want to hear. If you think we're crazy about somebody, tell us. If you think somebody's super underrated, tell us. Inform us. I cannot wait Educate to hear us. from the Deshaun Watson truthers. Oh, dude, yeah, bring it on. Desha- they're out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Guys, we appreciate you. Hope you have a great week. Peace. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So will I.